0: Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, a chat with my former college classmate, Martin Bauman, who covers Pacific FC, the breakout team of the Canadian Premier League season. They're at the top of the table at the halfway point. Are they for real? Will Martin ever beat me in a game of ping pong? Questions that are answered on the podcast. So Valor FC last night went to the West Coast, a 3-2 lost to Pacific FC valor still stuck in fourth place pacific though in first at the halfway point they recently also had a huge win over the vancouver whitecaps who then immediately fired their coach they've been the story of the cpl so far and a man who covers the team who was my college classmate we used to host a podcast together that nobody listened to martin bauman martin how you doing tonight
1: I'm doing fantastic. I think my mother at least listened to a couple of those episodes, so we had we had one maybe listener.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think my dad sometimes did, and it's it a passion project. We we're in school, we you know whatever.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So going into this season, what were the hopes for Pacific going into their third year?
1: Yeah, good question. I think going into this season, certainly hopes of making another push towards contention i don't think we would have been talking about contention quite just yet Uh, a little bit more reserved because up until this point the class of the league has been forge fc in hamilton and cavalry fc in calgary and pacific always seemed like they were just maybe a few pieces away Uh, certainly in their first year they just weren't there and then last year making progress making it to that playoff round but then bowing out pretty quickly in the in that uh, final knockout round so not really expecting a title team but here we are uh, halfway through the season and Pacific is looking pretty good
0: it's part of it's it's tough to look back at the last couple of seasons just because the scheduling has been so different every year 2019 they broke it up into the different competitions I mean how much weight do you put into last year when you played seven games. You made it to the next round. You played three games. It's it was a pretty limited sample size. But the reality is, Pacific comes out of it now. Here they are in first place. I guess a question to follow up is: Are they for real? So far, I think they are. You know, uh,
1: I think they've proven their medal a few times. Namely, you know, this this past week, a huge win as you mentioned over the Vancouver Whitecaps. Uh, every player stepping up for that one, and notably to that match and that win coming without. Winnipeg's own Marco Busto, Specific's star attacking midfielder, Uh, for them to put up a 4-3 result over the caps without their best player, I think speaks a lot of them. And I think that, uh, you know, eases a lot of doubts you might have about this club. The one question mark that remains for me is this club, Forge FC, who until now have really been a boogeyman for Pacific. Pacific has never beaten Forge. They've drawn once, maybe twice. But otherwise losses 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 so that for me will remain the the real litmus test of whether pacific is a is a title contender this year is if they can get past forge but so far they're they're hitting their stride and it's been fun to watch
0: yeah bustos was good for valor and then he went out west what are some other names that people should pay attention to if they're wanting to see what pacific's all about
1: well, for sure. I mean, Bustos is the big name uh, as he deserves to be and, and credit to Winnipeg for being able to call him their own. Uh, but beyond him, a lot of, a lot of great talents on this club. A lot of them who have come through the white cap system in one way or another, Josh Hurd has been a ton of fun to watch. He's a local Victoria boy and, uh, went away, uh, first initially drafted by the white caps, went away to, uh, Birmingham in, in the U S uh, and then, uh, Had a little bit of time overseas as well uh, before finding his way back to the island. He's having a a good run lately in Bustos' absence. he's been asked to fill in. Uh, Another guy, Taron Campbell, who has uh, found his form once again. He was one of the breakout performers in 2019. Put up 11 goals that season. Was in the Golden Boot race for the league leader in goals along with uh, Forges' Tristan Borges, who became the league MVP. And Campbell had an off year last year, but now he's put it back on. In these last five or six games, he's pretty much been scoring or assisting in every single game. He's got uh, up to five goals now in the season. I think he's had two assists as well. And this is all in about a seven or eight-match span. So really exciting to watch him. Uh, but Pacific is really about the club cohesion. It's about the way that they build from the back, from the defense through the midfield, and so it's not always a a game of individual efforts it's about the unit uh, working collectively and that's what's made them so dangerous is that you can take a guy like boost out of the rotation plug somebody else in and they're still rolling just as fine without him
0: i saw highlights of the canadian championship win over the white caps it looked like it was a bonkers atmosphere at that game (laughs) and a fourth and a 4-3 game is a crazy game too this is one of the the rare teams in this league where it's not in a cfl market not in a cfl stadium right you've got, the majority of teams are uh, york is you know it it's near toronto and halifax fits in that category as well mm-hmm. what is the atmosphere like at a game and what is the impact so far of this team in that community as their pro sports team
1: well, the atmosphere at that Canadian Championship game was incredible. That was really the best I've ever seen it. Uh, of course, you're going to draw a bigger crowd out, a, a cello crowd, really, of uh, 4,997, it was announced, for that game. You're going to get them out because it's the big-name clubs. I think Pacific is still has work to do at times with the smaller opponents or midweek games, and that's just kind of the story, perhaps, across the league. But you can see the interest growing. Uh, you know, I don't know how anybody who was at that Pacific and Whitecaps match for the first time, doesn't want to go back to another game after seeing that one. And, you know, the, the more that the season continues, and as we get closer to a playoffs, I, I, I expect to see that grow. You know, I've been at some very quiet Pacific FC games uh, in, in that first season, 2019, and this is a very different story. You're starting to see more casual fans come out. You're starting to see more regulars and diehards and, in those sections growing. So it's been a lot of fun. And in terms of what they mean to the island, I mean, this is Vancouver Island's pro sports club. Uh, and not just for soccer, but any sports, you know. Uh, and they've really leaned into that island identity as well. They've They've done a lot of initiatives and made sure that they're not just a greater Victoria-based club, but that they're looking to get involved in communities up as far as Comox and on some of the smaller Gulf Islands that neighbor vancouver island and so I, I think they've really leaned into that identity of being a club for the island their slogan slogans for the Isle," and uh it's worked for them i think they've done a great job of
0: enmeshing themselves into the community and,
1: and the community's responded
0: it's also where martin bauman's work can be found for the com, talking with us here tonight about pacific fc it's in langford right the stadium's in langford which is just just a bit outside of victoria
1: That's right. Yeah. uh, So Langford uh, is exactly about a 30 minute drive uh, to get outside of Victoria. And that's where, you know, if you're talking about other clubs, uh, Halifax being a parallel, I think Halifax does so well with attendance because their stadium is central right downtown Halifax. It's in a beautiful public park. The Wanderers grounds. uh, and So you get a lot more of that walk-in traffic. I think that's where, Uh, Pacific uh, suffer is that you kind of do have to make the drive out there and they've made inroads in roads with some public transit to get fans out to games, but uh, that is the the one trade-off that you got to get yourself out to Langford. But once you're there i got to tell you, it's a beautiful stadium Uh, it's probably the only CPL stadium where you can go for a swim in a lake and immediately walk across the street and catch a match. I did that just yesterday Uh, and you've got a view of the mountains around you too so uh, it, it is a fantastic and beautiful stadium and you know, when the club's playing well, it's a great place to be.
0: Well, and another question regarding that is you look across the league and a lot of teams are playing in football stadiums, and that's just because of availability and the fact that a lot of the CFL teams are o- own the teams in the CPL. But there's probably something to be said about having a quaint soccer-specific venue that, you know, the Valor might get the same number of fans as a Pacific game, but it just looks so much different. When you're in a soccer stadium compared to a thirty thousand seat football stadium,
1: exactly. And I think that's what the Canadian Premier League uh, really needs and benefits from is those purpose built stadiums that are meant for crowds of you know seven thousand or less. Uh, that's really I think what we're talking about right now with most Canadian Premier League clubs. And sometimes the the Valors and the Forges you might draw ten thousand plus for a big match, but otherwise. Uh, you know, if you don't want to look at an empty cavern, you'd rather see that same number uh, fill a stadium, a bit of a smaller stadium. And then there's the atmosphere, too. And, and I think, um, you know, different clubs around the league, whether it's uh, Halifax with the Wanderers or Pacific, have really built their stadiums in a great way. It's, it's a fun place to catch a game. You're, you're up close to the action. There's no real bad seat in the house. And uh, and the the audio and just the sound of it—it it reverberates across the stadium because the seats are kind of stacked atop each other, so it just echoes. And when when the crowd is chanting, it's uh, it's a really awesome place to be.
0: Now, I mentioned Martin and I used to do a podcast. We used to also play ping pong sometimes in college. <laughs> did you? I don't think you ever beat me. Did you?
1: <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up. I don't think I did. Uh, you you had a, a fantastic,
0: flawless record against.
1: So I did try my hardest. Uh, you almost but, uh, you came close a
0: couple times. Yeah, I, I do <laughs> I remember you I, being I probably very flustered probably got after to at least something. Nine
1: points. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Memories of college back in the day, and now look at us. I'm hosting look a radio us, show, now. and you're covering a soccer team on the on the Vancouver Island.
1: Well, look at us now.
0: Who would have thought? <laughs> well, Martin, appreciate your time. Thanks for this, and uh, if I'm ever On the island again, if you're ever in Winnipeg, uh, let me know and we'll uh, meet up for a beer.
1: Sounds great. And a ping-pong match. I need a rematch.
0: All right. Sounds good. Take care. (laughs) That's Martin Bauman. He covers Pacific FC. He's got uh, his own Substack, which is a thing I don't know much about, but it's fortheisle.substack.com. I think it's just a a place that hosts newsletters. I could look that up. He he was also a good rapper. I should have mentioned that. It doesn't matter. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre- and post-game coverage. Anyway, thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again.
1: Oh, and thanks for all
0: the fish So sad that it should come to this We try to warn you over